All right. It's pretty weak. All right, Max. Ready when you are. I am ready. Ready. Ben, are you ready? Do it. Let's do it. We are recording. We've been recording. Hello, and welcome to another episode of No Expectations Podcast. I'm Ben. And I'm James. I'm Max. And today we were talking about the 1999 film 8mm, starring Nicolas Cage, Joaquin Phoenix, Kathleen Keener, uh, James Gandolfini, and a whole bunch of other recognizable faces that went on to do very successful things. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, this was also written by, uh, was was it, who were in this again? It was... Some guy. Some guy. But it was yeah. directed by Joel, Joel Schumacher. Schumacher. That's all that matters. Yeah. Most importantly. And uh, here, we'll give a shout out to the writer. The original writer... Uh, Hang on, hang on, hang on. Oh, we're fucking up, guys. Yeah. Max, you have it out in front of you. Who wrote this? <laughs> okay, let's see. <laughs> it's, it's a movie, just, you know. It's a guy. It's a guy. It's, uh, a, it's a girl. Uh, guy. Andrew Kevin Walker. Joel Schumacher directed it, and Andrew, Andrew Kevin, Kevin Walker. Andrew Kevin Walker was the screenwriter, and our director, big fan, Joel Schumacher. And this is actually part two of our Schumacher movies. We started with Falling Down last episode. Now we're doing 8mm, mm-hmm. and then... Who knows? We might continue the trend, but we'll reveal that at the end of the episode. So let's talk about 8mm. Um, first of all, big Nick Cage fan. I think we all know that. Yes. It's a massive part of the channel. Mm-hmm. We are Cageaholics. Yes, huge Cage fans. Uh, probably yes. actually watch a Cage film like at least every week. Oh, really? I would think so. Like, I would say once a month for me. I don't know. Once, Probably once a week. He, if it's just on the TV in the background, he, he's, he's yeah. usually on there because he's been in so much. Well, before we talk about the glory of 8mm, um, what are some of your favorite Nick Cage movies? And this is the second one we have um, actually done a review on on this channel because the first one was Valley Girl. Oh, but, I mean, we did a brief uh, mini review of Pig, so that's another Nicolas oh, okay. Cage film. Okay. But I wouldn't really... Count it, but yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, favorite Nick Cage films. Um, so many good ones. There's so many. Um, well, I love. I like Mud. Sorry, not Mud. Sorry. <laughs> Joe. <laughs> I always get those confused. Joe. Joe. Joe's Mud. good. Um, Family Man. It's pretty good. Great movie. I, that's that's one I can watch. Uh, like, pretty much like every year. It's a fantastic if it's on. movie. That would have come out the year after this. Oh. Seems like a whole different world of Cage, though, doesn't it? And then uh, City of Angels, I'm just kidding. I've never seen that film. Oh, dude, I, yeah, it's sad. I, I just watched the trailer. I remember watching it as a kid and my mom, like, weeping. I feel like I've, I might have seen it, but I always got mixed up with um, that John Travolta movie, Michael, and Michael City of Angels, because they were both about Michael angels. Michael was great. I yeah. like Michael. Michael was great. Um, have you seen Bangkok Dangerous? Uh, <laughs> no, actually. No? I... That's one of my favorite Nick Cage's. Isn't that bitches? the one with uh, the, the bitch that was married to Johnny Depp? Amber Heard? Isn't she in that one? I don't know. Oh, There's the awkward scene where he's eating spicy soup. It's uh, hot. Ooh. I briefly remember that film. That was one that just like was a one-time watch. That's when I used to like not really like Nicolas Cage because there were so many of the movies that he was just coming oh, out. Really? It was like back and back in one year. Yeah, it was like after his divorce. It was divorce like, it was like was next was hard. one of them. And it was that one. Yeah, uh, there was definitely else. a made-for-TV Cage era that was kind of yeah. like, or straight-to-video Cage era that was kind of like. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Um, National Treasures. Uh, oh, dude. Both those films are great. It's a good one. Um, I'm surprised we haven't gotten a third one. Give it time. I think one of our. Uh, 
most recent ones that we enjoyed was Willy's Wonderland. I loved Willy's Wonderland. Mm -hmm. If you guys have not seen it, check it out. It's the one where all the like Chuck E. Cheese type animatronics mm -hmm. come to life and start to kill these teenagers. And Nick Cage comes in to like kick some ass. Yeah, if you're fantastic. familiar with like Five Nights of Freddy and stuff, it's kind of like that, that video dude, game. Dude, fantastic. Do you guys know like the frequency of films that he does? Like how how many films does he do a year? I'm gonna say it like, seems like a, a lot. I'm gonna say at least four movies a year. Let's uh take a look. Go uh click on his um his IMDb because yeah. I feel like he probably does five he's five a, a year. He's a workaholic, dude. He's like uh Man, I'm trying to think who does as many as him. Maybe like Bruce Willis. Yeah, you know what we like? What we discussed like last week Samuel with um, um, falling down about like actors who are just gonna die on set, and he's probably gonna be an oh. actor that's gonna die on set. See, Definitely. 2011, he did five five movies. Sounds about right. 2009, he did four. Go, go a little higher up because yeah, I feel like his frequency has been more. going up. Like after like 2015. Look at 2017. Look at that. One, two, three, four, five. five. About five on average. No, 2018. Six. One, two. Three, four, five, six. Okay, twenty nineteen. Oh my god! <laughs> Look at that. One, two, three, four, five, six. Wow, dude, this man must have no time for anything. And you probably got like out of those movies, probably out of the six, maybe two that I'm, are I'm good. I'm gonna say one great one, and then like one all right one, yeah. and the rest are like, what the fuck? Didn't didn't you watch uh, his newest one, that uh, the Ghostland one? Uh, yeah, Max? I watched Prisoner. I went to Film Bar and watched that. Ooh, it's Film a, Bar. Very it's a good one. It's it's uh it's like a fever dream. Almost. Yeah, I wanted to watch it because it's from the the same studio that does uh, Mandy. He he collaborates with that studio a lot now. Yeah, yeah. interesting. I, I'd say it? watch it. It's okay, not, it's not. I think it's uh, it's Cage being Cage, right? I like Cage being Cage. Yeah, and whoever I, this director is, it's him being him because it's really stylized. I like Cage when he's uncaged and when he can be himself, and that's what I will dive into our review of Eight Millimeter with. This was a movie where he was not able to be his full cage. Yeah, so. I maybe like there was like a little snippet of it, but I'd say maybe two minutes of cageness, mm -hmm. and uh, the rest of it was him acting. And uh, to be honest with you, Eight Millimeter, uh, movie that didn't need to be made. Um, no offense to Joel Schumacher, love Schumacher, but uh, this one like you could have interchanged anybody in it, and it wouldn't mm -hmm. have really mattered. It probably would have made it better, honestly, had it had a different creative team behind it. But, uh, yeah, this one was a miss for me, definitely. Uh, definitely a miss for me, too. Yeah. Um, like, I, we were discussing this earlier, like, I, what you said, what, Superman would have been around the same time? Around the same time. I think Superman would have come out in, like, 97 or 98, but still, like, roughly around that same time. Like, I wish we could trade in 8mm and have gotten the, Superman Lives with, with instead. Yeah. Because think about, think about the connection also. Joel Schumacher had just gotten off doing Batman, and right around the same time, like, right before this, and it's like, so he was already in the superhero realm, it's like, man, it should have happened. Would have been cool. Should have, and he had connections to Tim Burton. Anyway, we talk about this every episode. It's just frustrating. I, I'd like to do a whole episode. <laughs> so, Let us know if you guys would like a whole episode about movies that were never made, specifically Superman Lives, mm -hmm. because I think that it was—it's just a tragedy that that was never made. So, it would have been amazing. So when you say this movie didn't really play off of uh, Nick's strengths, uh, what do you think is? his strength is i mean for me it's like just when he's going nuts and just totally. raging yeah totally. when yeah. he's showing a lot of emotion and this film is just like i didn't it's get too, that from it's him. too blank it's almost like uh it felt like it was like this one honestly feels like it was just a check for him which yeah i know he yeah. does a lot of movies it feels like a check maybe he was going like through a rough patch that maybe this is when he like got his uh the lawsuit like losing all his money and maybe. shit because he, he feels really and he dull in this film he feels dull the whole movie feels dull especially dealing with such serious subject matter it seems so muted and so like not mm -hmm. serious um speaking of uh what is this film about max uh <laughs> it's about a private investigator that is hired 
to discover if a snuff film is authentic or not. Uh, 6.5 stars out of 10, mm. and uh, it's get, getting a lot of down toots. I would down toots. So. <laughs> I would yes. imagine down toots. Yeah, this one, um, just every bit of it like didn't need to be made in my mind. And like I said, I love Cage. I love Joaquin. I love Gandolfini. I love Joel Schumacher. What the fuck happened? Yeah, when I was watching this film, I felt like it could have been like a uh, – well, the way it was shot – for one, it felt like it was a TV show. Totally. Like for me. Yeah. Um, it could have been like an HBO, like an early like HBO like yeah. show. It reminded me of like an episode of Law and Order. Yeah, it had moments yeah. like that too. I, I was sitting there mixing Law and Order, some HBO show, because it's just the rating. I would say because of the R rating. Yeah. To give it that violentness. Yeah. It but even me of, yeah, like a bad TV show. Yeah. Even when it was like violent, like the whole thing of like him watching the film wasn't that violent. It was like this pull off from the screen like it was very muted it was yeah, yeah it, was, it was dumb it's yeah this movie had no business being made actually it felt kind of cheap and kind of janky there were some scenes you remember the scene like maybe 30 minutes 30 40 minutes in where they're panning across the city and it's like shaky yeah like yeah. and i was like what the, what the fuck joel <laughs> like i love you man it almost seems like watching halloween 3 and knowing that john carpenter wasn't really present and he just slapped his name on no, as a producer yeah. I'm almost thinking like Schumacher was like, all right, I'm kind of part of this. And then it was all like AD mm. and like second units. <laughs> I was, movie. I was really excited for this too, because mm. we, we accidentally like saw who was in it and stuff yeah. and all the cast yeah. members like, Oh shit, this is going to be a really great film. It was a disappointment. And it was just a huge disappointing. Uh, well, I mean, all of this was stupid. All of, it was dumb. all of this was dumb. Um, yeah, dude. And like you said, you asked me earlier and I think James answered perfectly. What do we like about cage? I like when Cage has the freedom to get creative with the character. With this character, he had nothing to work with. Nothing. So it's like I like when he has outbursts. I like when he has quirks. I like when he can be in like the family man and have heart. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like he's he's a versatile actor and he's great, but he didn't have any chance to be funny. He didn't have any chance to be quirky. He's just like this stagnant like what I'd imagine like a, a really boring, forgettable like Cary Grant or John Wayne character from like 1949 in like a really dull movie that's like forgettable. No offense to either of those actors, but you know what I mean? Just like a yeah. really shitty hollow character from basic Hollywood. Like, man, the trailer, they make look good, but boy, they were not working with much. Mm -hmm. But I'd like to kind of say, I know it's a little early, but alternate castings, because if one thing could save this movie, it would be a different cast and a different creative uh, force behind director it. Director like, and writer. Different director and writer. I think this could have been good, but... Um, yeah, kick us off, man, because um, I think that's the only thing that could have saved this I piece of garbage. I have my notes on yours. I accidentally, um, honestly, because I did mine really quick, uh -huh. um, <laughs> I didn't realize it was the same writer of Seven, and that's who I put it as for the alternate oh, writer. Well, interesting. But I do have another writer. I just didn't want to put him down because his name's hard to pronounce. Okay. Um, let Here, me just, yeah. You you I would say you go ahead and kick it off while I get the writer. Oh, okay. Wow, we had some similar ideas. Okay. So I always do three, usually, if I, if I have time. So let's start with Nicolas Cage's character, who I think would have been an improvement. Denzel Washington. Kevin Bacon or Kevin Costner. Got two Kevins on there. I think uh, for that one, I would probably go with Kevin Bacon. Bacon would be interesting. I think Kevin Bacon yeah. would be interesting. Bacon would be interesting. And it would have been a good era for him, Hollow Man era. Yeah. Uh, for the wife, even though we don't see her that much, they would have had to have given her quite a few more lines for these actresses. Uh, Helen Hunt, Laura Dern, or Minnie Driver. Those are my choices. Ooh. Because um, Kathleen Keener, who played the wife in the movie, I don't like her as an actress. I'm not a fan. I was going to do um, Helen Hunt, and then I just yeah, chose I, not to. I like Helen Hunt. I, I like Helen Hunt. Hunt. But, uh, yeah, Kathleen Keener, uh, 
I don't know. She just rubs me the wrong way. There's something about it. The only thing I think she's like kind of believable in was 40-year-old virgin. I like Isn't her in there. In that? Yeah, I think that was her. <laughs> yeah, and, she's um, okay in that. Yeah. Also, I like her in uh, that Jim Carrey show, Kidding, where she plays his, uh, like her, uh, sorry, his sister. Okay. I don't know you never like watched it. It was a really good show, but it's depressing as fuck. Yeah. It got canceled, unfortunately, mm. but it was like a really good uh, show for uh, Jim Carrey to two star seasons, in. Two seasons, right? I think, yeah, it was two seasons, but I didn't, mm. like, honestly, like, there wasn't really much you can do yeah. after what they were doing. I didn't like what they were going for. I watched a few episodes, and like I said, it was too depressing. Yeah, I mean, it's just from the, the creator of that show who did, like, um... Gosh, what's the, the fucking Eternal Sunshine of Spotless Mind, Be mm. Kind, Rewind. Yeah, yeah. It's just cool. visually, like, the way he does things um, is just pretty like, cool. awesome. Like, I feel like I'll go back and revisit it strictly for Jim Carrey. Yeah. You the like rest it, of it, I'm kind of like, eh. You're going to get depressed, but yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I need. There's more depression in my life. All right. So, um, yeah. So, those any of those actresses would have been better. Uh, I, I hated the character of the wife. She's like, every time she's like, I'm holding a baby mm. waiting for you. We like, miss you. Yeah, it's like, like every time on the screen. Cinderella, yeah, shut, Cinder- up, <laughs> shut up, shut up. Hey, Cinderella. Oh, Hello, Cinderella. Did you miss me? I sure missed you. Oh, it's my girl. It's obnoxious. There was the baby. The baby did nothing for me. I didn't. The wife like, did nothing for yeah, me. Nicholas Cage didn't really like feel like he was like in love with her. I didn't. No, I didn't believe zero it. Zero chemistry. <laughs> zero chemistry. Hated it. You know, it would have been better if he was single. Yeah, honestly. I think so. And they like and him, they, try, they try to make it like oh we're gonna go after the family I'm like good I him. I wanted him to like I, I like the missing girl's mom like I wanted him just like banger banger <laughs> I want to yeah. well yeah do something with her at least yeah oh hey here's a tough one who was the cutie in this movie oh snuff film girl <laughs> was it snuff film girl <laughs> I'm not gonna say that. <laughs> I can't really think of any think cute of... women in this movie. No. Uh, maybe in the background when they're like investigating the porn and there's like some topless lady whipping somebody. Maybe her. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe the snuff film girl's mom. I don't uh, know. Yeah, that's, this one was tough. Yeah, he's getting pretty dark. Yeah, the yeah. cutie in this film was just Nick Cage. Uh, it was I'm Nick just, Cage. Go not Catherine Keener? No, she's no, not. She's I don't not like that, her. She's not that attractive. I don't like her at all. I'll go for a snuff, not snuff <laughs> film girl's mom. <laughs> That'll be. I'll go with that too. Snuff film girl's mom for two hundred. I feel All like right. Catherine Keener got better with age. She did. She yeah, did. she looks she a little looks better now than yeah, she did I, in this. Yeah, movie. she just rubs me the wrong way in a lot of movies. But um, okay, for Joaquin, I chose in nineteen ninety nine, Tobey Maguire, Ooh. Marlon Wayans, <laughs> Toby or Maguire. Heath Ledger. Marlon's Wayne, that's a really interesting... Isn't that an interesting That's choice? very interesting. You know why I thought of him? Because he was originally going to be Robin before Chris O'Donnell, and it was all in that Schumacher oh, era. Oh, yeah. So they known I each totally other. forgot about they that. They would have known each other. And he that actually got been paid. Marlon Wayans actually got paid the full amount to be Robin, but they had to cancel him, and he was filing a lawsuit, and they're like, all right, just keep the money, but O'Donnell's mm-hmm. in. Isn't that crazy? James Gandolfini, the bad guy, the creep. I mean, the character. I love Gandolfini. I, he, I think he's an incredible <laughs> actor. But the character is a creep. Dennis Hopper. Mark Boone Jr., the corrupt fat cop from Batman Begins and Dark Knight. Or James Woods. <laughs> I'm going to go with James Woods with that one. Yeah. James I Woods. like how you did uh, Dennis Hopper again. Yeah. He did Dennis Hopper for he's, Robert Duvall. He's great. And Falling Down. I love Dennis oh. Hopper. Um, for the main bad guy, Peter Stormore, the uh, like bad Russian guy from like uh, Big Lebowski and uh, what's Armageddon. This? Armageddon, pretty popular villain, uh, a versatile character actor. Um, I chose Tom Berenger, Marilyn Manson, or Jeremy Irons from Die Hard with a Vengeance. Hmm, pretty interesting. 
It would have made the movie 20 times better. I'm picturing Marilyn Manson. That's, yeah, wouldn't that have been great? Yeah. He's all into, like, the Satan. That, that would make sense, too. Wouldn't that be sick? Sex and wouldn't everything? that be cool? Yeah. And he would have been, like, probably, like, 30 at the time. He could have pulled it off. Oh, you know who I forgot to do um, for mine is freaking Machine, which was... Oh, I yeah. I don't know who that was. Fuck the him. guy that played Bane. Let's they they try to make there. him very scary, like, oh, this... This guy who always wears a mask and he's like, and then he's like, "Look, I'm a normal guy." Yeah. And then he puts on his glasses. Now what you're, now what you're expecting, huh? What'd you expect, a monster? Fucking idiot! Was that like, was the dumbest scene. I've I ever didn't seen. believe any of the villains, the they bad guys. Terrible. Terrible. I, I, I love that. I love the actors, like. Like you said, uh, James Galifianakis, yeah. and I always forget the other guy, but because you just know who he is. Yeah. But I love those guys, and just in this film, like I didn't believe it. It was just the writing, maybe I don't know. Just yeah. like I wasn't like, oh, let's get revenge on these guys. Like no, I didn't care for. It. And the lawyer too. Yeah. I forgot the lawyer guy. The lawyer guy sucked. He was dumb. I he was, was gonna recast him, but I thought, who cares? At this yeah. Who cares point? about? They made yeah. him. Just Anyone would have been better. I feel like they just made that guy a bad guy just out of nowhere. Like yeah. Very, he like, was. This, he was lame. Yeah. In the beginning, he's like helping. I'll recast him right now with someone better. Jonathan Frakes from Star Trek The Next Generation. Boom. Number one. Better actor. Okay. So, uh, where was I at? I totally lost my train of thought. You're uh, oh, the bad guy sucked. Yeah, totally unbelievable. And, um, yeah, yeah, let's go on to uh, directors. So, this would have totally saved the movie and made it a completely different thing because I think these directors are so unique and have so much personality. No matter what they work with, they, they boost it. Like, they boost the project. I chose Stanley Kubrick. Because he would have still been alive. He passed away in 99. So if they were filming in 98, he could have made this at his la as his last movie. Stanley Kubrick. David Cronenberg, Videodrome. Very dark. Very uh, very creepy. And I think that would have fit with it. And it would have been very like sexually explicit and very intense. Or David Fincher, who did Zodiac. I was about to. Th I was thinking about uh, David Fincher as well. Yeah. So I think any of those guys would have been much better choices. Mm -hmm. As far as writers, I was kind of in the same lane as James as far as um, thinking this kind of felt like a TV thing. So I think a better writer for this movie would have been Chris Carter, who created the X-Files. Because he wrote a majority of the X-Files episodes. I think he would have been great. Michael Mann, as a screenwriter, obviously would have been great. Um, and Jim Yules, who adapted Fight Club from the novel to the That's screenplay. That's good, yeah. Yeah, I think he would have been really good with the, like a creepy spin. Um yeah, and that's that's what I got. So I'll I'll pass it over to James, and he can do his uh, <clears throat> alternate universe castings. Mine's very rough, but I still I still back it up a little bit. Um, Nick Cage, I put Tom Hanks. I was thinking of like Road to Perdition. Crossed kind of my mind totally. Yeah. Um, for Joaquin Phoenix, he's already in this film, but very briefly, this actor I picked, um, Norman Reedus. Oh, I just feel like because he's all skinny and like look like like, like, like yeah. I say like Boondock Saints era. Yeah. I think he can do it. Interesting choice. Mm -hmm. yeah. And then Catherine Keener, I did, because um, I wanted someone that can bounce off of Tom Hanks pretty well, and it's uh, Julia Roberts. Oh. I think their love like relationship, especially because, what was it, Larry Crown, they were in the together. Yeah, riding on a scooter, jumping yeah. in the hot tub. I yeah. Feel, like, yeah, they're they're yeah. believable. Mm -hmm. um, for Gandolfini, I just picture a bigger guy. Um, it's always fun to see like um, this person as a bad guy, like when you see him in films as one, uh -huh. John Goodman. Oh, you know, yeah. cross my mind too. Yeah. I think he's, I think he's really good as a bad guy, especially the. Oh gosh, what is that film? The the whole Cloverfield universe. Damn it, Roseanne! <laughs> I'm gonna eat you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 
He's old for 19 Fl- Cloverfield Lane. <laughs> Flintstone. <laughs> yeah, yeah there's tens of Cloverfield Lane when he was like in there, dude. His character was like, oh my gosh. Like, you Amazing. didn't expect that from. Yeah, have you seen it? No. Oh, so it wasn't originally going to be a Cloverfield film. And then the studios um, <laughs> changed the whole like aspect of it. They did reshoots and everything. And they put like aliens in the background. And he. Um, he, like they re- did the reshoots, making like dropping out like yeah, there's people out there, there's things out there. I don't know what's out there, and they don't believe it because it sounds like a hostage situation. And yeah. it finds out the whole time there's fucking aliens out there because he he had these I people watch there. It. Don't yeah. t- don't tell no, me. No, that's just like this is the plot. Don't tell me anymore. It's just the plot. <laughs> yeah, it's good. Um, Yabba dabba snuff film. <laughs> Peter uh, Stormore. Yeah. Um, I picked Sean Bean. Because oh. he's, he's great as a bad guy. Sean Bean. Yeah. I'm thinking Michael Bean. Who the hell is Sean Bean? Sean Bean is uh, uh, Goldeneye. Oh, oh yeah. He's mm-hmm. awesome. He's always a good bad he's, guy. Uh, he's 008. Was he 008? Yeah. Or was he 006? Uh, Lord of the Rings? He yeah, was, Lord of the Rings. He always dies in all his films. Yeah. He was the one that was like Bond took over for in yeah. Goldeneye. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so um, he, he was the Bond. Technically, in that universe, he was Bond before Pierce Brosnan Bond. Oh. Yeah, yeah. because he died. Oh, yeah. Interesting. And Fun then <laughs> director, I put James Mangold. Great choice. I think that would have just... 310 to Yuma, mm-hmm. Logan. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, hey, if you would have done John Goodman, and if they would have done that in alternate casting, he would have had rapport with Nick Cage from Raising Arizona. Uh, they would have known each other. See, that would have worked. Yeah, it would have been fine. Why don't they listen to us? No, nope, well, we, we were like do. six, so... So I didn't realize the writer who I put, because I, I just like, oh, this guy would have been the same writer, uh, but it is. Uh, <laughs> I'm changing that. I, already, I had one. I just didn't want to pronounce his name. Okay. It is the, the writer of Prisoners, oh. Aaron Gazuwaski. Giwaski. Okay. Because that, that fucking movie is just like intense, intense and dark. Heavy. Or yeah. it'll be like the Ryder Brothers. I could I didn't look up uh, okay. who it is. But it's like between those two films. Great choice. I mean, I think they were like, he started later on. <laughs> so it, was, it, it wouldn't work. He's just in James's head. Mm-hmm. No results found. Yeah. <laughs> no results found. <laughs> you just go to prison. Gad Gazoo. He's only, he's only uh, he wrote Contraband. Prisoners, uh, Pappy on the new on wow. screenplay. Contraband was a great movie. And uh, Raised by Wolves, which is that new uh, that HBO TV show by uh, Ridley Scott, which is, I watched oh. a few episodes of it. It's fucking, like, it's, it's intense. Ridley's, Ridley Scott, you, I mean, you really can't go wrong. I really like mm-hmm. Ridley Scott, for the most part, you know. But yeah, those are my choices. I also thought about Wayne Knight as Gandalfini's character, because <laughs> I was like, nah. <laughs> That that would be that'd when you be can silly. when you control the snuff films you control information. <laughs> Hello Newman. Hello Newman. <laughs> Hello Jerry. Kill any more girls lately? Shut up, Jerry. <laughs> that would have been good. Anyway, so yeah, this movie. Um, I'm gonna go into my star rating. The majority of the time, thinking about this in my head, I was like, oh, this is a hard two. Yeah. Like the whole time. The only, only reason I'll give it a two and a half is because of Nicolas Cage and because of James Gandolfini, the late great master. And I would say the last 30 minutes actually held my attention. Yeah. Oh, I mean. Mm. I would say if the, if the whole movie was like the last 30 minutes, it would have been a pretty decent film. But this is a this is a generous two and a half stars for me. But deep down, I want to just give it a two. But for Nick Cage, we give it two and a half. It, but it sucked. Yeah, I um, I almost was gonna give it a three just because it's an average film, but it, like, I have to give it that two and a half as well. Yeah, it's just it's not a it's not that great. There's I, no, I don't. Am there's I going no, back to watch this? No, never. No, I I bought it just for to watch. I wish it never would have been made. <laughs> mm-hmm. I wish I could sacrifice ten of Cage's made for TV movies just to get Superman Lives. Uh, 
So I didn't see the movie, uh, but based on your guys' recommendation, I'm going to save myself two hours. And Yeah, it is a full two hours. It's a, yeah. full, it's a hard two hours. And, like, about an hour and ten minutes in, you're like, okay, I'm done. Like, I'm checked yeah. out. Like, this sucks. Not I hopped, even, I hopped dude, on I would, my phone. I would say one. 40, actually 45 minutes you're out. 45 mm-hmm. minutes you're out. And then I'm like, ah, oh, fuck. And then there's we, just these movies that are, like, from the 90s. And don't get me wrong, there's so many great movies from the 90s, but there's some that you can just tell how they're going. And it's like a crime drama, and there's like, oh, there's the Crown Vic rolling up slowly, and everything's boring. Here's a cemetery. Everything sucks. And I'm like, ah, fuck this piece of shit, you know? But, um, hey, we gave it a try. Love Nick Cage. Love James Gandolfini. Love Joel Schumacher. Love Joaquin. But uh, this was just a miss. Yeah. Yeah. So if we had to talk about other movies, aside from Cage movies, like let's rule Cage movies out because we already kind of led in with that. Movies that are in the same style that are much better, what would you recommend? I already said uh, prisoners. Yeah, um, I would. Um, gosh, oh, I totally eight millimeter to my, two. I totally, I totally <laughs> forgot to mention my favorite Cage movies. Oh I'm, yeah, go ahead. I'm gonna throw a couple out. Uh, Matchstick Man. Oh, Definitely I one. love Matchstick Man. Love yeah. Matchstick mm-hmm. Man with Sam Rockwell, masterpiece of a film. Um, I believe that's also Ridley Scott. I yep, believe. yep. Mm-hmm. Um, ten out of ten for me. Love that movie. Um, I've seen that movie like so many times, and it like never gets old. This is that's a movie we love because we love both those actors. Yes. I think it's hard to choose because I really love Sam Rockwell. I, love I think Sam I, Rockwell, I might yeah. like Rockwell a little bit more than Cage. I think so too. But Cage has been around a little bit longer. So Cage has like, the nostalgia yeah. factor. Um, other Cage movies? Oh man, let's see. Now the National Treasure movies. I grew up loving. Oh, Gone in sixty seconds. Great movie. Great uh, movie. The Rock. I wasn't a fan of. I wasn't a fan of the Rock either. The Rock, no. Yeah. Let's see what else do we have. Cycle through. What other Cage movies? Wind Talkers was a good one. Actually, Wind Talkers was a good movie. Face Off is a good one. I like Face Off. Face Off, yeah. Mm-hmm. We need to do. We need some more Travolta. In you our guys lives, have watched right? Archer at all? Uh, a little bit here and there. I think I, Archer is Face Off, like a continuation of the Face Off. I remember universe. you mentioning that. I have to do some research. It's like a Bond. I could, spoof, I could see kinda. it though. But Archer, what I saw, I liked. They have the same characters. Yeah, one of my buddies is really into it, and he's always like recommending it click on a face off and i'll uh, see like the characters because uh, i know i know the the characters names in archer oh you know oh yeah it is Ar- like sean archer hell yeah that's why is seinfeld on the side there Eva. <laughs> it's like an ad that's funny uh, another really good uh nicholas cage movie that's super underrated and nobody talks about it is guarding tess the one where he he has to be bo- a bodyguard for the secret service for a former first lady of the united states like i think retired, you i think you told me about that yeah and like, never seen it and any kind of first ladies or presidents even though after they're out of office they always have the option See, to have that a security one looks detail. fun is it like a is there comedy it looks like just little from bit, the poster yeah like, there's there's bits of comedy like light-hearted 90s comedy and then like there's a bit of like drama it's, too it looks like cage being it's a that's a great himself. that is a great movie i haven't seen it in years but when i saw it i really thoroughly enjoyed it i was like wow like this movie is like way underrated like it's just like it makes you feel good, but like it has a little bit of an edge to it. I'll add that to the list. Yeah. Is that a black and white movie? No. The whole just thing? The, no? no, just okay, the photos. Just some of the yeah, no, here. it's in color. But um, yeah, good movie. Super good movie. And uh, yeah, and I'd say Willy's Wonderland. Yeah. <laughs> right Do you have any uh, favorites, Max? Nicolas Cage movies? I like I like Bangkok Dangerous. Just mm. I just love that. I hate him in that movie. Like I just, <laughs> it's so awkward the whole time because uh, I've traveled to Thailand a lot and there's just, He's experiencing spicy foods and the language barrier and people there are really warm and nice. And he just kind of navigates that world as a hired gun. Hmm. He's like a rena- he's That's what a- I'll have to check out. Is, is that the one with uh, 
I What's her name? Am- Amber Heard, the demon Johnny no. Depp. No, oh, that one's a really good one. So you want Cage being Cage? Drive Angry. Oh, Drive Angry. Drive Angry. That one's fun, but yeah. I hate Amber Heard now. Yeah, Amber Heard sucks. We love you, yeah, Johnny Depp. Yeah, I know Depp. the poster for Bangkok. Yep. We love you, Depp. But um, um, yeah, I'll have to check that one out. That's when he had his long hair and he was kind of, mm-hmm. he was really being Cage there. That was like buying pyramids era Cage. Uh, is it Lord of War, or God of War? Lord of War was Lord good. War's that good. was that's one of my favorites. Mm-hmm. That was a good one. Yeah. That's a good like uh, political undertone. That's one of the um, first Blu-rays I remember owning. <laughs> I can't recall the first Blu-ray. First Blu-ray I owned was Chaplin with uh, Robert Downey Jr. Oh, I still have that sealed. I haven't watched it yet. I just bought it. It's not that great of a movie, but the performance is incredible. Yeah, like his performance is like holy shit. I, I heard Willy's Wonderland is is great. So yeah, that's the masterpiece. The one, yeah, masterpiece. I'm trying. I'm just looking through his films. He has mm. so many. Mandy, that's one of my favorites. I haven't seen Mandy. Mandy's, it's just a work of art. Really, yeah. it's very, it's okay. stylized. It's I put it on our, um, it's on our Voodoo, so you can watch it if you ever want to yeah. get a chance. But okay. it's, it's very interesting. It's I don't know if I really enjoyed it that much. It just for the way it's filmed, it's beautiful. Okay. It's wow. it's good. I heard Knowing was good. Mm, I'm not a fan of knowing. Kickass, I like Super. Oh, I love him in Kickass. He was great in Kickass. Big Daddy, Big Daddy, yeah, yeah, he was great in Kickass, yeah. The Cryptid. Actually, (laughs) hey, controversial hot take here, everybody. Uh, I enjoyed Ghost Rider. (laughs) I like both of them. Yeah, Ghost Rider was fun. Really? He's like a time traveling. Flaming skull yeah. biker. Well, he doesn't time travel, but he's uh he has the no, spirit not, spirit not of vengeance in him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not time traveling? No, he's not time no. traveling. Oh, okay. Weatherman was kinda interesting. Good to see some titties. Wicker Man. I never seen the full version of Wicker Man. Uh I haven't seen Wicker Man, but I've saw Weatherman. Conair and Face Off. Oh, um Prime. Let's see. Never saw Leaving Las Vegas. I heard that's a good one. That was on my list. I was thinking about bringing that for us on here. Here's one that James doesn't like, but I like, which is kind of rare. Red Rock West. Oh, I don't like it. With him and uh, Dennis Hopper. Uh, maybe I have to watch it again. I was young when I watched it. I thought it. it was good. I just thought it was very slow. Uh, wow. But I appreciate films more now, so yeah. I, I have to probably Va- just go back Valley to Girl, it. Valley uh, Girl, we didn't really like it that much, but it was cool seeing Nick yeah. Cage in his third yeah, thing. Yeah, it's cool seeing him young. Mm-hmm. I didn't know he was in Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Oh, I think he, he had like a brief Brad's scene. Quick little cameo. He probably like worked in the, the like, restaurant or something. Like, like I am so tired of... With it's like uh, John Goodman in his first movie. I think it was like Meatballs or something, where he like jumps off a diving board for like three seconds, and then he's like credited as like the third name on the thing. And John Goodman introducing John Goodman. They wanted to sell some videos. Producer. So he's produced uh, a lot of the movies. Wow. He's worked on. Yeah, I don't think he produces much anymore though, because he needs. Oh, money. Shadow he's of the <laughs> Vampire. <laughs> he's, that was uh, a good one. He's producing unbearable weight of massive talent in 2020 i feel like cage is doing fine now yeah he's I think, doing fine now i think for i think he was probably struggling maybe around like 08 09 but i feel like now it's like he's let's say up to 2000 he's he's yeah, back like, like he's he's crushing 2011 was probably and there's weird. such a deep love for nick cage too it's like i think there's guys like us who appreciate all eras of cage mm-hmm. you know but uh he's the man and if you guys would like to send us a nick cage cutout for the studio we would really appreciate it <laughs> max will love it Yes. He's directed. He directed Sunny. Have you guys seen that? No, I, I heard it was bad. Credit. Let's look. Uh, oh, that was the one with James Franco. Right? Oh yeah, I heard it was crap. Yes. Yeah, unfortunately. Oh, shout, yeah. shout out to James Franco though. I do enjoy his stuff. Oh, love hate for James Franco. Eleven twenty two sixty three. Really good. Oh, that's fantastic. 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 If, you if you like time travel and you like history, check out eleven twenty two sixty three. Yeah, Hulu original. Mm-hmm. 
probably the only Hulu original they ever made. But it was Wait, nice. is Nick in that? No, James no. Uh, Franco. James is Franco. I saw oh, James Franco right. in real life from a distance, and I could have thrown a shoe at him, but I didn't. But, he probably uh, wouldn't like that very much. He'd like it. He gets that all the time. If it was for me. Is, is Goblin Jr. going to cry? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to put some dirt in your eye. So in that movie that's in uh, post-production right now for 2022 mm-hmm. um, that he's produced, he plays a character called Nick Cage. Oh, that's that's probably oh. the one I'm talking about. Is it like a biography? The, the one that I was uh, talking about. Oh, like, it's like being he, John Malkovich? Yeah, no, yeah, it's him being like Cage. Cool. And there's going to be like all these like Ooh. like him being crazy and stuff. So what's a, it say? A cash-strapped Nicolas Cage agrees to make a paid appearance at a billionaire superfan's birthday party. But it is really an informant for the CIA since the billionaire fan is a drug kingpin and gets cast in a Tarantino movie. That sounds wonderful sounds really great <laughs> who, who directed this film directed uh tom gormison uh, what else has he did let's see what tom has done i'm curious tom gormison or gormican young guy young guy he's done what two movies oh I, oh newbie but hey he could hey. be good you never know movie 43 Ooh. co-producer hey it might be one of his mm. first titles when that's he's what i like about it. you're right you're right he, he'll do stuff that's kind of cavalier and mm-hmm. yeah like uh, the Maybe that's good though with a new director. It could be something fresh. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's gonna yeah. be something that's uh, different. Yeah, Prisoners of Ghostland was kind of like an art art film. Yeah. I saw it at a, at Film Bar downtown. That's cool. That's kind of like shout out to Film, film Bar, everybody. Go place. support your local theaters and they, bars. Yeah, they closed down from COVID and they now they're right back up. I'm now I'm happy about that. Yeah, we should go to Film Bar. I think we should. You know, what'd be a fun video is we go to Film Bar and we vlog it and then we do like an impromptu review after the movie afterwards. Yeah, that'd be yeah. fun. It'd be kind of fun. We could hang out. Yeah, and they're cool like that. The owners over there are kind of open to even if they weren't stuff like we'd that. Make them. We'd make them. <laughs> Usually. Cool. Anyway, guys. So yeah, this movie. Um, yeah, not Joel Schumacher's best. Not Nick Cage's best. Nobody's best. Kind of wish it wasn't made, but I'm so glad we checked it out. And this is part two of our Schumacher mm-hmm. trifecta. So next time, if you guys would like to watch and be prepared, we're going to watch 1987's The Lost, Lost Boys. Boys. And correct me if I'm wrong. Is it 87 or 88? Now I'm questioning myself. Uh, I want to say it's 87. I think it's 87, yeah. I just saw it. Yep, 87. All right, 1987 is The Lost Boys, and this will be our Joel Joel Schumacher Mm -hmm. trifecta. Trifecta. This will be our third one. And, uh, yeah, so check it out. I've seen this movie, but it's been a few years. It's been a few years for me as well. So I want to go back and enjoy it. I remember loving it. I love this movie. I think it's a masterpiece. Speaking of, they're fucking rebooting this film. Fuck them. It's going to be dumb. No point. No point. You can't. It's like my thing is... A thing that made this movie so successful was the time in which mm-hmm. it was made. And I know you guys are sick of hearing me say this, but you know I'm right. The cast, the direction, the music, the era, yeah. the late 80s everything. for horror. Everything. 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 Dude, absolutely perfect. The only time they could have oh, made it. You got these fucking stranger nerds, things. Nerds. Well, nerds, now they have lots of people nerds. that just look like vampires. I can't stand it. They make society, me sick. You know? Look, and they're all fucking losers. I don't like any of them. <laughs> I wish them nothing but the worst. <laughs> They suck. They you, suck. Do you know any of these? Yeah, uh, I, ha- I hate them. The I, I think the guy on the left. He's from Stranger Things. He's he's all right. Oh, I, he's the he's the one that has like uh, like the lisp. Uh, yeah. All right. Well, we'll give him a break because I know a lot of people like Stranger Things, but everyone else, I don't like him. I, I just don't. I just want this to be made. My thing is go go make something else. original. You make, can still make a vampire film. Does it have to be just Lost don't Boys? Call it Lost don't Boys. fuck with the Lost Boys. Yeah, like the original. And I know you. you everyone will say, "Oh, well, go they back made, to the poster." They bags. made the other ones. You know, they made like a sequel. I, okay, whatever. Show the, it on the, the tribe. The I know poster? they made the tribe. No, just the original one. And just just show like you had it like that. Like the big yeah, wallpaper one. Yeah, just the Lost Boys poster. That one. Yeah, right there. Yep, let's show on the screen. Yeah, let's just show them the glory of the original. But yeah, this movie Look I that. love. Look e- at that. Eating the noodles, come on. 
So good. Hanging from the bridge. I remember that scene. God, so good. Such a cool movie. Yeah, great movie. So, like I said, uh, what's going to happen with the whole month of October, if you guys can't already figure it out, we're going to focus purely on horror movies. Mm -hmm. We're going to definitely get you another Cutting the Cult out here at some point. And then just the regular movies, we're going to focus on fun and, you know, horror-oriented movies. Yeah, and we may do... um Maybe some vlogging, too, as well. Absolutely, 110%. Planning on it. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, if you guys want to be in the loop, check out The Lost Boys and see some real quality Schumacher. Well, it seems like for for you guys, all your uh, personal projects, October's a big month. It's a huge month. It seems like you guys are usually planning all year for this month. So, yeah. Are you guys shooting any short films this year? This one we're not sure on. We were talking about it last year. We did a Halloween short film. This one we're kind of like, we were just so busy. Like, we have so much going on Mm -hmm. with work and with our other projects and like working on stuff for multiple channels. It's like, we've, We've just been busy and and just personal life, you know. Yeah, it's like we got to maintain a balance. We, we still we still have to be around. We'll probably still do uh, something, but not something as big as what we did like previous, last year. Last yeah. year, yeah. I think I think definitely we're gonna put something out there in the creative realm in terms of like a short film, but it'll it'll be probably just a fun little thing, nothing too serious. Mm-hmm. But one hundred and ten percent on here, we're gonna be focusing on the horror movies and on unfazed review. We're gonna be doing a lot of vlogging, definitely a couple ghost adventures thrown in there. And uh, it's not going to be a boring month, I'll tell you that. Yeah. Well, so I, I just went back tuned. and watched your uh, Michael Myers fan film from Ooh, last year. Directed by And, us. I mean, I edited it, so I when I w- watched it back, like, when I was done, uh-huh. um, I was like, that's pretty good. It was I pretty rewatched good. it again, I'm like, that's really good. We had fun. Mm-hmm. I was impressed. And we did that in, like, what? four and a half hours? Four, yeah, four to five hours. Yeah. yeah. And, and uh, it was, like, very... Fly by the seat of our pants, spontaneous uh, video making. Which I was happy so, for our location. Got yeah. it. Yeah, shout out to the, uh, what was it? What was the place called? House uh, of Haunts or? Haunted, uh, honestly. The, the Haunted Graveyard. Haunted Graveyard. The Haunted Graveyard in Arizona. Check it out. It's free. It's a place, yeah, it's free. I think they take donations to go through. Super nice guy who runs the place, like super accommodating. He was nothing but nice to us, allowing us to film there. And, it's, um, it's actually very safe. Nobody's been murdered there. Yeah, it's just for the movie. Yeah, just for the movie. Mm-hmm. Like we lost like five people, but uh, <laughs> including ourselves, but we yeah. were revived somehow. It was amazing. Uh, Emmett got some stitches. He's fine. What channel is that movie on? It's on the Unfazed. Unfazed. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, if you want to see our Halloween video from last year, go to Unfazed Review. And uh, yeah, it was a movie we did. We released like I think two days before Halloween last year. And uh, it's called um, "The Shape of Halloween," mm. short film that we did. Well, uh, I'll put it in. I'll put it in the put bio. In the description. I'll put it in the description. Link, link down below if you want to see. Down. You want to see what these guys do when we direct together yeah. and when Max Masano edits. Uh, yeah. You got a pretty pretty fun little project. So yeah, we'll definitely do something. Up. We'll definitely do some more creepy stuff this month. I can't promise, you know, a big short film or anything like that, but I can definitely promise a lot of spooky content. Mm-hmm. That'll be a lot of fun. So anyway, guys, anything you would like to add, James? No, uh, just you know, just support the channel, share us, all that good stuff. Yeah, uh, guys, we're getting real close to 100 subscribers. I think we only love, need two more. We'd love to pass that threshold because we're putting in the work. We love doing this, but it would be more fun with an audience. So tell your friends. All right, guys. So be kind. Rewind. And subscribe. And if you have any movie suggestions, spooky movies, put it down low in the comments. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for watching, guys. See you, guys. Have a good one. For it. Go ahead and do it, you faggot. Put me out of my fucking misery. Pull the fucking trigger. Come on. <laughs> Come on, pull the fucking trigger. Do it! Do it! <laughs>